What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Wednesday, October 17th edition. Man, we've got a very special edition of the podcast today. We're going to be joined by Brendan Anthony from Mazodcast, a Mizzou sports podcast. Real looking forward to him joining the show. He's going to join the show today to talk a little bit Memphis and a little bit of Mizzou football action. But first and foremost, we've got a special word from our sponsor. Love these guys. Want to have some friends there to watch the big game but don't have enough space? Wish you had it up in floor plan so you can pay your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch overtime on the living room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call during Anna, Anna Halton directly at Century 21. They're licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home. You'll be game day ready in no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655 or call their office at 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Park in Jackson, Tennessee. Next to Old Hickory Steakhouse, each office is independently owned and operated. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. It's The Mitch Davis Show. Subscribe. It's going to be in your inbox every time we post a podcast. Also, follow us on SoundCloud at The Mitch Davis Show. You can also find me on Twitter at Mitch Davis underscore 8. Or like us on Facebook at The Mitch Davis Show. If you've got any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email them at TheMitchDavisShow at AOL.com. I want to thank you all for tuning in to The Mitch Davis Show. We are joined by Mr. Brandon Anthony. How are you doing, man? Doing well. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing well. Doing uh, Ready for this Memphis and Mizzou game coming up. Yeah, I saw that. It should be a pretty good game. What's uh, what's this line spread on that? I haven't seen a line spread on that yet. Well, it's bounced around a little bit. The early number was eight. Now I'm seeing nine and a half. And uh, Missouri fans are a little bit skeptical of that. The way we've been playing the last three games, we don't know why we deserve such a large spread. You know, let's talk about the last game in particular, especially that Alabama game. Before we get into this matchup with Memphis, what did you see and what did Mizzou fans see as well? What are the positives and what are some of the negatives heading into homecoming as well for Mizzou? Well, I think anytime you play Alabama, it has to be a little bit of an outlier game compared to what you're doing with the rest of the season, with the rest of college football. You know, it's a team where people are somewhat jokingly, somewhat not jokingly talking about would they beat an NFL team. You know, so, uh, you know, Alabama is not your normal game. But that being said, what we saw against Alabama, uh, starting on the negative side, was a lot of the same. We, we had a, Everyone knew going into the season for Missouri, we had a really tough three-game stretch against Georgia, South Carolina, and Alabama. And we were very hopeful that we would pull off the South Carolina win. Um, and then we basically wrote off Georgia and Alabama's losses. Uh, Georgia actually, actually turned out to be somewhat of a closer game. Missouri can shoot themselves in the foot and kept themselves away from the possibility of winning. The South Carolina game, we shot ourselves in the foot again and absolutely took defeat from the jaws of victory. And then we played Alabama, who's obviously the best team in the country, and shot ourselves in the foot and made a bad situation worse. Uh, on the positive side, uh, our defense, which has been suspect all year, did look terrible against Alabama. I know Alabama scored 39 points, but we forced them to punt for the first time in, I think, 156 minutes of play. And uh, we had a strip sack against Tua. So, this, this, and then this is a Missouri defense that has not had a lot of luck putting pressure on the passer. So, those were some positives that we took away from it. 
did have one touchdown uh, reception against Alabama. But uh, we have a lot of questions that need answers, and we, we also have a very important wide receiver who's been hurt for a very long time, and his father recently passed away and has not seen the field in three, four weeks. So that puts a real damper on, on what Missouri's potential is. And, you know, heading into this Memphis game, you know, you did mention the, the – the, the, just the negative side of rushing the passer. Memphis has got a very good passing attack and especially an even better running attack. What is Mizzou's answers for the Tigers coming up heading in for Memphis? Yeah, so I think the running game will be the most interesting thing for Missouri because that we're all familiar with what Memphis can do in the running game and what powerful running back you have. And But that, as far as our defense goes, the, the run defense has been our strongest suit. Uh, we have it's led by our uh, senior Terry Beckner Jr. back there in the defensive line, but uh, there's a, a you know they have been pretty stout, and, and we've not been burned by the run much this year. The passing game is where we get lit up. Now I wonder to some degree if the running defense hasn't been put to the real test, as everybody knows that our secondary is weak, so that's where the attacks come from. Um, how we respond to those answers to, to the to the Memphis passing game, I don't know because we just don't have the talent back there. Um, Cam Hilton, Demarcus AC have been subpar all year long uh, in the you know in the secondary. The only thing that we have any positives about on any stretch of this is that after playing a team like Alabama, no matter who you go up against next, it, you know this, what dialed down, you know, and, and, and once you've been sort of trial by fire in Tuscaloosa, we're hoping that, uh, you know, that will improve the play of those guys because they've seen, you know, the best of the best. Uh, but that being said, we're not going to have an magically an improved, you know, defensive back to uh, to stop the, your passing attack. So I don't know what we're going to do in the passing game. But hopefully uh, our run defense will be a little stiffer uh, than you've been accustomed to. Yeah, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than everybody thinks it's going to be. What are your predictions for the game? I'm going to get your quick prediction here uh, for the podcast. Yeah, sure. I'd almost be hesitant to make predictions because I've watched enough of the football to, uh, to know that you can't predict what they're going to do. This is a talented team Missouri's got. They, uh, Like I said, they've stubbed their own toe quite a bit. And if they could ever reel that in, they're going to bite some people and beat some people. Um, and I think I would say I think they have a more talented team than Memphis on a you know player by player basis. But you know Barry Odom, who you all are familiar with, the person this is his time coaching your old defense. Um, he has he's been here for three years, and pretty much a hallmark of his tenure has been undisciplined play. And if they continue to make mistakes, there will be avenues for Memphis to win this thing. And um, I. My prediction, I guess, would be that I think Missouri can win it, but I think the spread is too high. I think it's more of a three-point win, six-point win, maybe a touchdown. Um, you know, and, and then that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if Missouri lost by the same margin. Um, I think I, I said like 31-27, something like that, uh, on our show last weekend, um, and I'd probably stick to that. I think, that's, I think Missouri's got the potential to put up a lot of points, even with their hurt receivers. Um, but but they also have a lot of trouble stopping people, so I think it will be, like you said, a close game. I really like that prediction. Now, I've got one more final question, then we're going to get a plug for your show from you. T- 
Talk about what are your expectations? What are Mizzou's expectations heading into the rest of the season? Midway through the season, what are the expectations? They're 3-3, three and 0-3 three, oh in the SEC. What are the expectations for the rest of the season? Yeah, that's a good question because I think if you took a wide 30,000-foot view, Missouri's not doing as poorly as, as a lot of fans feel like they are because, uh, like I said, we expected to get beat by Georgia and we expected to get beat by Alabama. We were hoping to beat South Carolina, but I don't think anybody wrote it in as a guaranteed win. So, you know, we, we are 3-3, and uh, but we faced a much easier schedule coming down the rest of the way, a lot like Missouri had last year where they reeled off six straight wins after, you know, losing five in a row. Uh, Missouri's in a position where they can capitalize on an easier schedule and go back to a bowl game. But that being said, a lot of those teams who look easier at the beginning of the season are starting to look a lot better now. Florida, you know, when they got beat by Kentucky, a lot of people said, you know, Florida has got a long way to uh, rebuild. But now they're sitting at like 5-1, I think, 6-1, I can't yeah. remember. And they've got some impressive wins, one over LSU. That does not look like the guaranteed win anymore. Even though we clobbered them last year, they are a much different team. Uh, Tennessee, I think, is still probably one of the most winnable games on the schedule. Uh, Vanderbilt, you know, Vanderbilt's a weird team because they're always not very good, but they're never terrible, you know, and they will surprise people all the time. Uh, Kentucky, obviously, is resurgent. And so, you know, there's the, the, the teams they've got to face, they should be winnable games, but they're by no means uh, games that are easy wins. So, you know, I think if Missouri came out of the season with seven wins, I think they'd be happy and satisfied, honestly. Uh, but that, you know, I, I think there's a long way to go there. And if they don't get to a bowl game, I think we could be looking at the last season of Barry Odom as their head coach. Now, with that comment, I'm going to ask you this question. Who would Mizzou go after if Barry Odom was let go out of the position? Well, I think it's way too early to say. I, you know, I think that uh, the coaching carousel is such a circus, uh, especially in the offseason. Jim Sturk, if, if, now we're projecting a long way down the road with a lot of things happening, but if, if Jim Sturk has proven himself to be an athletic director who does not like to make mid-season fires, he prefers to ride out the season and give their coaches a chance to ride the ship. That worked out well for Barry Odom last year. But, you know, in the offseason, we'll see who gets, who, uh, you know, who's, who's available. I mean, there's a lot of talk against or with like Auburn. You know, Auburn has had a disastrous season by their standards. And uh, who knows, maybe Gus Malzahn will be out there. Would he come to a Missouri? Who knows? That's, that's a big question for us because if we reach to get a big name, how long do they stick around here? You know, the hope that we had Barry Odom is if he had success, he'd stay. If he was a Missouri guy, he'd stick around for years. But, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of it will depend on who is available. And, uh, you know, it, in the coaching world, it's just sort of a who's hot right now kind of hire. And, you know, a guy like Will Muschamp, who was just an absolute disaster at Florida, got picked up at South Carolina. And they thought they felt like they were lucky to have him, which, you know, struck us odd because he was he did such poor things at Florida. But, you know, I I don't know. I, I've never understood the coaching search world and why people think one guy's hot one year and then he's untouchable the next year. It just it, – it's almost like a popularity contest in high school, really, more than it is a science. Yeah, and you know what? I want to well, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Tell the people where they can find you on Twitter and your podcast and everything so Mizzou fans and SEC fans across the nation can subscribe to y'all. Sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're the Mizzoucast, M-I-Z-Z-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, we, we know that that's hard to pronounce and spell, and it's a bad 
all those places where you can download podcasts. If you're interested in learning about Missouri football, which I know most people are not, but if you are, that's where we're at. Man, thank you so much for joining the show. You're always welcome.